This episode of Pompey Talk is brought to you in association with Portsmouth.co.uk. To stay in the know about everything happening at Fratton Park, including the latest news, analysis and transfer updates, take out an online Pompey subscription with the Portsmouth News today at portsmouth.co.uk forward slash subscriptions. Hello, welcome to this latest edition of Pompey Talk. My name is Mark McMahon and joining me today to discuss Richard Hughes' appointment as Pompey Sporting Director is Jordan Cross. Jordy, let's get straight into it. Um, how important was it for Pompey to make this appointment? Oh, important, yes, very important in the in the in the uh, in the grand scheme of things. Certainly, um, it's been a priority now for what we on kind of nine months really since Roberto Gagliardi departed back in January. Heavy amount of talk about it, and Danny Cowdy going up out on a limb really to to stress how it's central to to the way forward for the club. Um, obviously, we know the narrative. It definitely entered the rounds of saga into May and June time uh, with Richard Hughes and Pompey get, getting their man eventually. Um, obviously, there's uh, talk about Ben Strang as well. They're the two that kind of are most readily mentioned. Um, and, and and now, yeah, it was paused off the, off the back of that. Um, Pompey taking some criticism for, and Andy Cullum taking some criticism um, for the way it played out. Um discuss whether that was fair or not but um in the end Pompey have got their man and 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 it's you know a, a bit like Colby Bishop in a way I guess in 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 is in, 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 there's kind of parallels with that uh, Pompey in the firing line but they've gone out and diligently done their work they paused it they've obviously um kept their their search going on in the background and uh and got 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 their man and we can move on to discuss uh, the different views on on the, how they did that yeah well, before we do that, there, like, um, why is this position so important for Pompey moving forward? We've heard, we heard Andy Cullen talk about the long-term strategy and what the person will bring to the role, but why is it important that Pompey have this here guy in place? Well, I think you used the word there. Uh, it's a strategic appointment, isn't it? it it's one for, for Pompey need to have a clear philosophy Um and plans moving forward for the development of the club in all areas um, in terms of people will point at recruitment with a sporting director there will be a natural um, focus on that but it's not just recruitment it's it's the it's the the science sports science of the club uh, the nutrition side of things uh, the analysis side of things um, yeah kind of physio uh, med- medicine side of things even how you know the, the, the long-term plans of uh, how the things are going to work around the changing ground, uh, a synergy between different levels linking up with the academy, I guess, the, the kind of one idea, um, a, a Portsmouth philosophy going through the club. These are all things that are going to fall within the, the remit of a sporting director. Um, and I think for too long, it's kind of been um, now that the kind of, uh, you, with a, a manager, if you cut off the Hodges head to kind of, there's nothing to come through. There's not a kind of it's a complete overhaul of a philosophy for for the club and and it, and like the most you know most clubs in football now certainly at the higher levels there's a there's, there's a sporting director in place to to avoid that a complete overhaul. I think the days have gone now where 
it was kind of viewed as a bad word, especially around these parts when when kind of had the back to the Harry Redknapp here and a man having all encompassing control of things. Obviously, that panders to ego, and and, and I think those days are gone now. Um, and 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 it's all about kind of having continuity because when a manager does go, a head coach does go, it doesn't then lead to a, a complete overhaul, and you've got a philosophy through, and, and then a new man comes in to embed himself within that philosophy rather than vice versa, and that's probably why uh, you know there's been uh, such a rise in the influence for sporting directors across football. Um, what will be his? number one priority. You've turned around and said his remit includes X, Y, Z. A lot of fans out there will see his priority will be recruitment and there's obviously the January transfer window, what, three, four months ahead. Can we Are we, are we expected to see results in that transfer window or will Richard Hughes' priority be, you know what, Danny Cowley and his team have already set out their agendas. I'm going to concentrate on that sports science, the nutrition, the coaching. <laughs> Like, wow, what's in his intray at the moment? Then, <laughs> yeah, it's probably probably going to be quite a big one. Um, look, if Pompey go in, in a strong position, which we hope they will be, we've seen how January transfer windows have ruined the club in the past. If they've you know killed them, you think back to two thousand nineteen, and we always go back to Ben Thompson, don't we? And then that that position not being filled in a poor poor window for Pompey. So naturally, that's going to be a focus. Um, we're in the here and now. We're in, you know, we're not. We have, there is a strategic, uh, key strategic element to the role, but I can't, we, we need to deal with what's going on this season and the fundamentals. So yeah, for me, okay, slightly contradictory to the longer term, but this this kind of work towards that, and he will have a, naturally have a key role, especially given his success in the past. But maybe also when he does that appointment, I mean, let's 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 get it right. He needs to be looking at what he's done well in the past and and. He's uh, the the word it was used at Forest Green is broken toys. Um, I think that was one one turn of phrase. Basically, getting players from other academies and molding them into assets for the club. So that that's a longer term recruitment view, and that's going to be certainly part of it. But um, yeah, of course, naturally, if Pompey are in in that position, we we're all going to be looking at that fundamentally. But again, laying the foundations in place for for all the different areas that. Um, that I've already referenced. These are all going to fall within his field of reference. So uh, there's the here and now, naturally. But again, yeah, a big part of its longer term view. So it's got to be kind of getting those those areas moving, really. And I wouldn't really put one priority on one, whether it's analysis, yeah. nutrition, whatever. It's, grounds was an interesting one. In the, in the, in the club press release, it, it said medicine, sports, science, nutrition, and analysis, analysis and grounds. So I, I interpret that as being the working environment for, yeah. for, for the first team environment. So again, that, that that's quite important because we've seen the stri- strides made in the training grounds and what have you, but there's still a lot to be done for Pompey. So that would be interesting to see how, how Hughes gets on that. 34-year-old Hughes, which kind of, uh, I don't know if it's me getting older or, or, or not, but <laughs> that kind of 34 years old, blimey, that scares me somewhat. These people, are, they are, I mean, it's a dynamic thing, isn't it? The people are in, in with his background in, in an analysis, um, an academy analysis. These these tend to go to young younger people, forward thinking people, and they they quite rightly pop up in the in these positions now. So, age obviously just just a number in terms of uh, of that and Richard Hughes, and let's see what his actual skill sets like for the job. Yeah. Um. What role do you think Danny Cowley has had in, in this process, and how important is it for Danny and Richard Hughes to have a good working relationship going forward? Yeah, of course. They, they need that. It would be something I haven't got quite got an answer for. I could probably speculate, but I'd like to, we're going to speak to Danny County this afternoon. But obviously the lines of demarcation are important here, aren't they? 
because it's been um, a lot, you know, a cause of consternation. I talked about, you know, going back to Velimir Zayek and Harry Redknapp. Now it's used as a lever to get Harry out of the club, but Harry, one of the old school. But it needs to be very clearly defined, and I'm sure it will be. And my thought in terms of recruitment will be that um, that he will kind of go out and do his business and identify people along with the people that are already already in situ at Pompey, Phil Borman obviously being one of one of those. I guess the ultimate call would, would then still lie with, with Danny Cowley, but that then, you know, that needs to be clarified and something I won't wholeheartedly commit to until I've actually asked a question, really. But naturally, they need to have a relationship. I don't think they're too au fait with each other. I think Dan, Dan, Danny Cowley was a bit more familiar with Ben Strang, um, the other guy that was, was, was talked about for the role. Obviously, Pompey... Um, uh, 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 said that they made an, uh, an approach for Richard Hughes and, and, and a second one, and some debate about whether that's an illegal approach, but Pompey clear on the fact that that wasn't the case with Ben Strang, but we know that he was someone that was, was being spoken about and considered. Uh, I think there was a clearer relationship, but not so much perhaps with Richard Hughes, but that doesn't need to be a barrier. I mean, I think Danny Danny obviously would have been an influence in the uh, the appointment, um, along with Andy with Andy Cullen driving it, and his opinion would be would have been brought on board with it. And I'm sure, from what I understand, I think he's very impressed with with Richard Hughes as an operator. Um, let's talk about then the first green end. Dale Vince has come out with some pretty strong accusations thrown at Pompey. Um, I breaching EFL regulations and their approach for Richard Hughes. What do you make of those comments from Dale Vince? Um, he's the Dale Vince is the gift that keeps giving, isn't he? <laughs> Certainly from a journalistic point of view, very outspoken uh, figure at Forest Green, uh, and he hasn't held back. So I, I just want to, you know, let, let, let his words do his talking because we, 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 we've <laughs> gone off that. Uh, his, his statement today, this is an opportunity Rich wanted to take and we never stand in the way of our people's progression. Staff or players, we appreciate all that Rich has done in his time and wish him well on his next step. Moving on. However, this is the second time that Portsmouth have made an approach and the second time they've done so in breach of EFL regulations. We expected better. Uh, he goes on to say, the rules are clear. Clubs must not approach staff or players of other clubs before having written consent. Portsmouth disregarded this rule again. They approached Rich before asking for permission, let alone before getting it. This aspect of football needs to change. So for me, that is don't, it's not much debate. That is a very clear accusation of an illegal approach. Uh, so it'd be interested again to get what, uh, the, what the club have to say. Uh, we're due to speak at the time of this recording to Danny Cowley about an hour and a half to two hours. So interesting to see Pompey's uh, reaction to that. Um, I believe that um, going back to the May, time in May, I think that Pompey said they went through the right channels to, to speak to yeah. Rich, Rich Hughes. Um, so it's quite strong. It's quite vehement from Dal, Dal Vince. And um, if you make those kind of accusations, there's, there tends to be repercussions, doesn't there? Um, I'm sure that the, the EFL will be looking on uh, with great interest uh, when when stuff's put out there like that, and um, and Pompey have to uh, have to move to uh, cover you know their 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 end of the bargain. So I wait with interest the responses, but uh, it's a controversial statement and one one uh, be uh, I dare say Pompey will be keen to move to uh, to counter, but um, you know it's hearsay at the moment. We'll wait what what develops later this afternoon. Yeah, it makes for an intriguing. Pompey trip to the new lawn on the 22nd of October then. Um, by that stage, I think 
you'll be Mark or Mark Hughes. Uh, there we <laughs> go. To be in place like, but it's going to make for a very interesting watch, both on and off the pitch. Then that their fixture. Oh, absolutely. I think it's still in in um, some sort of. Uh, it's not quite clear about whether we will be in situ by that mm-hmm. date. Um, but I mean, Dale Vince hasn't messed around. I mean, he's played he's played some silly buggers with with the with the announcement. Um, my understanding is um, Pompey had this tied up kind of maybe a week ago um, and and, and uh, it was effectively in place uh, and the two clubs have gone backwards and forwards uh, um, in discussion about the announcement and I think they just wanted to pause it for a couple of days uh, for one reason or another just to then clarify some bits and pieces before running with the announcement this morning. Uh, lo and behold, uh, then the story appears on the Forest Green website at 10 o'clock to somewhat to Pompey's surprise um, I dare say Dalvin's had something to do with that happening. Normally, in these situations, the clubs uh, align their announcements and put out at the same time. So Pompey yeah. were running twenty minutes later. I don't know. That was just some uh, one-upmanship from Dalvin's, but probably a slightly <laughs> vacuous one in the scheme of things, as it was. But it, 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 amusing nonetheless. And uh, uh, the whole narrative all lends to that that game on October twenty-second. Quite as you rightly say, looking forward to the occasion. First trip to Forest Green and and. And a bit more spice to it now, isn't it? We all like a bit Definitely of spice. Is. Definitely is. Well, Jordy, thanks for your time. Helps help help you for going through that there. Very helpful indeed. And and yeah, we'll be hoping to get some reaction from Danny Carley and Pompey to those deal events um accusations. So keep an eye out on porchmuff.co.uk um later on this afternoon. Again, Jordy, thank you for your time and thank you all for watching. We'll be back again soon. Goodbye. Thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe to the Portsmouth News website for everything you need to know about Pompey.